All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation, and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. This segment is called Michael's Magic Moment. It's my opportunity to play a little snippet from one of our previous episodes, which resonated with our listeners that I received feedback from, or I felt really had an impact on some people's lives. Hope you enjoy. As an advisor, we regularly talk to our clients about investing. We talk about the technical aspects of investing. We talk about how the market works. Um, There's a lot of education that goes on there when I'm helping a client invest their their money, whether it's superannuation or or just money they have in their their bank account or money that they're earning through work at that time that um, they're expecting to receive. And another big part, another big role that I have as an advisor is I talk about the behavioral side of things. And there's a lot of coaching that happens there. And Some of it can be asking someone questions. Some of it can be me making someone aware of the pattern that they're they're showing. Because when it comes to the psychology of investing, there are so many patterns and a lot of them are very, very, you can say repetitive, where as an advisor, we see certain things all the time. Um, I mean, as an investor myself, I've got certain patterns that I go through and it's so important to be aware of these patterns and to understand the basics of investing, but also the basics of psychology when it comes to money in general or investing and fear, greed. I find it fascinating. Um, those that have been investing for a while see trends. And sometimes we can, when you can notice these trends, you can actually capitalize on them as well. In this episode, I go back to one that I did um, a few years ago um, with Clint Abraham from Morningstar, and it's called Investing 101. And we, we talk about just some of the basics of investing that someone should listen to if they haven't invested before. But secondly, even experienced investors should listen to this episode because they will hear things that probably they that they know, but they just forgot about or things that they haven't really experienced in a while. And it's important to be aware of these things. So I hope you enjoy. Feel free to pass this on to someone that's thinking of getting into investing and doesn't really know where to begin um, or you know, feel free to pass it on to someone that you know is an experienced investor, but probably needs to hear a couple of, um, you know, a couple of these words and maybe needs a bit of a reminder as to what they should or should not um, be focusing on when it comes to investing their money. And also when it comes to even looking at markets and valuing markets, like or even valuing companies, for example, and looking at what a company's making and how it's making that money and what its outlook looks like. Um, I mean, and I know this is something you can talk about for probably 10 hours straight, but (laughs) what are some like real basic principles as to what someone like Morningstar looks at or what an investor should be looking at when they're looking at a company? Yeah. So one of the most common ways or generally what in share market investors are trying to do is they are trying to understand what earnings, what profits will look like for a company two, three, four, five years out from now. And then they want to bring that back into a number that effectively prices the value of that company right now. 
And so if I was, say, BHP, for example, I've got a number of mines around the world. They're going to produce X tonnes of ore per year, and we can make an assumption around what the price of that ore will be. If we have an idea of the earnings that they're going to uh, deliver from their various assets, we can put that into a form where we can understand what that is a what value that is is in a present day sense, and then once we have an understanding of that value, we can look at the the current share price that it's trading at, um, bearing in mind that all sorts of different people are going to be trying to do the same thing, and we can understand if we're getting a good deal to buy that investment or not, and so people will have different ways of valuing those operations, understandably. Uh, but the market's actually you know, relatively efficient over the long term in terms of investors being able to price that accurately. There's so many people in the market and the I guess the net effect of all their different strategies is is tends to get towards the right outcome over the long term. In talking strategy, um, you know, sometimes, and, and I guess it's like planning anything in our lives. Sometimes it's really simple. And there's, there's a saying, I can't think of it at the moment, but it's it's having is it everybody has a plan until they're smacked in the face or, or something? Yes, I think that's Mike Tyson's. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it is Mike Tyson's yeah. one, actually. Yeah. Um, so, so investing, when I think about investing, I think about the ups and downs. And I think about, I mean, some people in particular that, are, that come to mind straight away where when markets are doing really well, things are great and they're feeling great. Oh, yes, they're making money and they could see every week what, the, what their profit is, for example. But then when things go bad, they sometimes get really scared. And, you know, there's, there's a, one of Warren Buffett's famous sayings is you should be, is that you should be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful, mm-hmm. um, something along those lines. And it's a lot of this comes down to the psychology, you know, and the behavior of investing, which uh, many people probably aren't aware of. So if we can, if you can touch on like the human emotion, I guess, in this process and the, the journey somebody could potentially go through and some mistakes maybe that somebody can make from an emotional point of view? Yes, of course. It's so important uh, and it's a key part of how we think about investing. There's a lot of research in the area of behavioural finance. So it's really looking at how humans make investment decisions. And surprise, surprise, we're not actually particularly well-wired to make rational investment decisions. So what typically happens is that in times of market euphoria, so when you see share markets really running strongly, uh, perhaps in, a, in, in that vein six weeks or so ago, it feels like the market's going to go up forever. And as investors, we don't want to miss out. So we tend to pile into the market because we have, we have that fear of missing out. In actual fact, that tends not to be the best strategy, generally speaking. And the reason for that is that in our in our efforts to get into the market, we tend to pay too much. And again, if I can give you an example that may resonate with with your listeners, imagine you're at an auction and there's ten or twenty different parties that are all bidding, and the, the residential property market's running really hot. Well, what typically happens is you get a lot of people, and you end up in a bidding war, and you end up spending much more than what you might have been prepared to or what you thought you were prepared to pay when you actually arrived at the auction. And it's really that idea that emotions can grip us. And when we when that happens, we don't always behave rationally. Now, of course, the same thing happens in reverse. In times of 
great uncertainty and I could use the the recent uh, March 2020 COVID sell-off that I, I touched on before as an example. COVID has just been declared a global pandemic. It is really uncertain. Uh, the, the the footage that we're seeing on TV, what we're reading in the paper, uh, it's very, very worrying and there's a lot of uncertainty around. Now, in an investment sense, typically what happens is that humans don't like anxiety. We don't like not knowing what's going on and we tend to run for the exit. Now, when we do that, we sell at any price just to get out of the market, just to remove those feelings of of anxiety and in doing so, we lose track of what the asset is actually worth. So we just want to get out. We're not worried about the price. Now, that again happened during that COVID period. And these behavioural, uh, what, what, we, what we would refer to them as behavioural biases, um, where we, we tend to act irrationally, they are very common. And, and they're quite, you know, when we look back at key periods in financial history, quite often you see these situations where humans get overconfident in times that are perceived to be good and they get extremely pessimistic in times of uncertainty. It really does feel like the sun's not going to come up the next morning. But um, time and time again, those sentiments, those, those emotions will pass and then a more rational look at that market will, will indicate that people were actually behaving a little bit crazy in that environment. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.